Let's go! Hey everybody, welcome back to Yoko and Frisky's Dimensional Rift. It's been a little while. You've been pretty busy. I've been pretty busy. Um, Edmund's been traveling. This, this little Shiba Inu here has been honing her crafts. And, uh, whew, this, this podcast is going to be an interesting one. Tell it, brother, from another mother. <laughs> we're going to talk about, uh, the return of E3, question mark? Like, were they really back? Or was this just, you know, a filler year to, like, wait for the really good stuff that's going to come out next year? Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sad to say that I felt that. 2020 despite it being hard due to the pandemic we got some of the best games i've played in years um, and all of them are called streets of rage 4 shut up <laughs> you are correct <laughs> you literally bought it three times i did i i bought it three times and i beat it more than three times <laughs> dedication um, you simp I am. I'm simping for it. Beep, beep, beep. I just love it in some junk. But yeah, we're going to talk about those games. Uh, and uh, we saw the new Pixar movie, Luca. We'll give you our thoughts. And uh, we've been playing a pretty decent co-op game lately. It's yeah, it takes two. Yeah, so we're going to hit you. With our official review, even though we haven't beaten it yet, <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty long. Yeah, it is long. We we're, were quite pleasantly surprised and shocked. <laughs> but first, let me tell the listeners at home what I've been up to. I've been in Texas for two weeks, exploring the wild, wild south. And wow, were you riding horses and stuff? No, I was riding a Toyota Corolla. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like my, my grandma. It's like a silver horse with wheels. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here podcasting with you today because I almost got involved in, in a mass shooting. I'm not making this up. Yeah, when you told me that, I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, my baby! <laughs> my child! Yeah, I was in Austin, Texas, and... I was thinking about going to, like, that street where all the bars are at. But I had bought tickets for a movie, so I was like, you know what? Let me go to this movie because I want to support the Alamo Draft House. And it turns out that the night, uh, the day after, I, I look at Twitter and I'm like, there was a shooting on that street. And I'm like, thank God. Like, the movies literally saved my life. It's your passion. It's your love. It is. You're being for it. Yeah, so now for now on, I'm just gonna go to the Alamo at all times. <laughs> I'm just gonna be safe. Oh my gosh! Yeah. But as for me, I've been working on voice acting. Yeah. Been get. I got my character demoed. Finally done. It's crazy. And um, voice acting's been picking up. <laughs> That's good. And you've been teaching summer camp, right? Yes. To all the little puppies and kitties out there, I've been teaching summer camp. And one week went really bad, which was the first week. And then this week went really, really good. One of the guys 
one of the kids made Sh- Jeffrey Star as a bad guy out of paper. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. And then Shane Dawson, and he, and she gave Shane Dawson like snot, uh, a snot face and crack eyes. I don't know. It was just too good. Well, you you don't need to make Shane Dawson into a bad guy because he's already a bad guy. Dang. Yeah. It's done some messed up stuff. <laughs> but to tell me uh, about the Space Jam debacle. Oh! So, it was really interesting. Although everyone was complaining on the internet, especially Twitter, about Space Jam, they must have been adults. Because when I showed Space Jam to the teens, because when we were making... So the project that I gave them was to make a paper character. They look like Minecraft characters. I had a template for them to work off of. Make any character you want, and then we'll make a diorama house out of them. One of the char- one of the kids picked up the green guy from from Space Jam, one of the green bad guys that was muscular, and she goes, "Yo, what's Shrek doing in here?" Ew. <laughs> and I was like, no, she goes. Wow, she, this dude looks like a buff version of Shrek's cousin named Shrunk. And I was like, wow. I said, no, that's a nerd look from Space Jam. And she's like, this is cool. I'm gonna keep him. I was like, you haven't seen Space Jam? I was like, no. It's literally the origin story of of Lola Bunny. <laughs> and only one kid saw it and goes, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. So I put it on in the background while they were working. And they were enjoying it, but then when Lola Bunny came on and was acting all sexy, all of them were like, oh my god, oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. This is One of the girls is like, this is cringe. She shouldn't be wearing shorts like that. It is literally underwear. Like It looks like she's going to bend down and it's going to break. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, this is how furries were born. <laughs> Just this. See, kids, we got it good back in the day. You don't see that anymore. I know. And I I, I was telling them, um, this is how people in the 90s, you know, portrayed women. And they always have to be with a guy. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah. Like, they all always had to. It's just how it is. And he goes, that's kind of not fair. And I was like, dang. And one girl was like, one guy was like, so... Can't a guy just go on an adventure and not be without a girl? And I was like, no, not back in those days. <laughs> the, the only movie they got it right was Pacific Rim. They kept those two platonic. Yeah, and it was, it, yeah, I love that movie. But that's besides the point. Young, When I showed them a comparison of new Lola versus old Lola, they were all for the new Lola because they were like, oh, thank God, she's normal. <laughs> That's very interesting. I thought so too. I was shocked. But then again, like even the the boys were saying it. They were like, This is just They were were furry. Maybe those boys were hoping that Bugs was the one wearing those short shorts. Uh, No, that was (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, I don't wanna say. Happy Pride. Funny. But yeah, that was just an interesting observation. Um, young versus 
old and how they and their feelings. I guess they want things to be a little more neutral and respectful and, and fun versus overly sexualized. People... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair, you know. Those kids are tolerant and they they got good parents, good Christian parents, I suppose. They a lot of the ones that talk about their parents being Christian, they just don't like it. So and that's why they're at summer camp. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Nah, we'll definitely be talking about New Space Jam. Maybe on the next episode. Because um, yeah, I know you're going to come through. We're going to tear it why apart. And uh, they just announced that new game. It was like a, a side-scroller for a Space Jam game. But everybody's like, why don't they just make it a fucking basketball game? They at least should have a basketball segment. There's like no use for it or whatever. It's just like that's the go-to. It's like it's a cartoon. Just make it a beat-em-up. Yeah. And you know I'm a simp for beat-em-ups. Yes, you are. But yeah, let's talk about E3. Let me set the mood. I got like a little mix. All right. So what we got? I'm looking at a little list of announcements. Because that shit was so bland, we forgot about everything that happened, so we gotta remind yeah. ourselves. Now, nobody seemed to be satisfied with this year's E3, and I get it. COVID happened, it slowed down production of games, that's fine. They did the best that they could with what they had, but some companies just didn't present as well as others. No. What do you think? Well, it was a virtual event. For the first time, so you couldn't get the sense of Cheeto dust in the air, or that nerd sweat, or you know, the objectification of the booth babes. That was all missing. I know. So uh, I'm sad about that. Everything was basically a Nintendo Direct this year, for better oh. or for worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Nintendo really set the stage or the template for like gaming conferences because almost 10 years ago at this point they said we're not doing E3 anymore we're just going to do our own thing or we're not going to do the conference and everybody's been biting their style especially Sony who wasn't even oh, at yeah. E3 because they're like we're too good for that we're going to have our own thing yeah but uh well, yeah also they had a, they've been doing Nintendo Direct since the Switch came out. I mean, you could say even before that because they were. Oh yeah, um, way before that, yeah. Because on the Wii, I, I distinctly remember them having like Wii news on the Wii that you could watch, and I love the Wii for that. I got to watch stuff in my room. It was like my first streaming console, and. It was. I just gotta say, Nintendo won. That's it. Yeah, we're, we're jumping ahead, <laughs> but yeah, Nintendo yeah, definitely won this right. shit. Um, let's talk about uh, Ubisoft. What, what do they come out with? <laughs> so, Ubisoft guys, let me tell you, I had a friend who was killing me because she said, "Ubisoft, let me just go stare at a wall." <laughs> they had snowboarding game. They had. Um, Listen, that snowboarding Forza. game. I, I actually am interested in that snowboarding game because it's a snowboarding game, a bike game, and a motocross game. And 
You know, it brings me back to the SSX days, the PS2. Oh, we're ta- I'm talking about a different snowboarding game. Let me find it, because it literally looked like it was so unfinished, it was boring. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't hear about this one. Yeah, go find that one. The, oh, the one I'm God. talking about is called Riders Republic. Okay, I'm talking about Yeah, because I saw Riders Republic. That one looked oh maybe it is Riders Republic. Yeah, it's a snowboarding mountain biking motocross game. My dude, I was so bored at that preview, like watching because I was like, Oh, I like SSX. This might be my, you know, sweet variant. Yeah, that was the only like good thing they showed off. I mean they showed a trailer for Far Cry 6, but we, we know Far Cry 6 is going to be alright. It's not going to blow anyone's mind, but it'll be fun. I mean, the preview had an interesting presentation. It's going to have a good villain. Me, I was like, oh my god, there's women in it! We can't have this. <laughs> How And then there's the Avatar game. game. Yeah, I think that was the, the last thing they showed off, the Avatar game. Thank you for reminding me, because I totally forgot. Just like how I forgot about the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was one of those things. It's like, who's really asking for this? It looks nice, for sure. And Avatar sequels coming next year. They've been saying that for like five years now. It's coming next year. And but I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I don't know if it's multiplayer, single player. I guess it'll do well. I don't know. <laughs> Licensed games are hit and miss. I agree. But I'm 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 having faith for Riders Republic because it's been a long time since we had a good uh, snowboarding game, especially a mountain biking game. Like I saw that and I immediately thought of Downhill Domination for PS2, which is like a a bike racing game where you could like bike on a volcano and shit. It's so fun. <laughs> wasn't there a game on the PS One where the, there was a? Wasn't there a mountain bike PS One game? Yeah, there probably was, but I, didn't I think play I it. got it in a demo. Yeah, those cool oh, what? Pizza Hut. No fear down here, mountain biking <laughs> for P- PS One. It's Pizza wow. Hut demo disc. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's like the demo discs were like. I love the demo discs because I was like, oh my god, I can play this over and over and over again and not worry. <laughs> Let's see. Um, they showed. I don't know if this was at Ubisoft, but they showed a trailer for Back for Blood, which is like the spiritual successor for Left for Dead. That could be a good time for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about it. Um, so that way either you and I could play. I wish you had a gaming PC because it would just be easier. <laughs> yeah. Less like, like Left 4 Dead, man. Like I remember playing that on the 360 with some friends and it was always a good time. It's it's like how I play Resident Evil 6 right now. It's like no matter who you play with, you're always going to get a different experience. Yeah. And I had a great time with Resident Evil 6, as you know. Even, if I, even though I stuck that, I didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, so that's definitely on my radar. Uh, I don't. It's coming out October twelfth, so that's the. It's coming out this year. It's like never on October twelfth. Do it. Uh, around the same time as Far Cry Six. 
But you know, with Far Cry games, they drop in price in like two weeks. So yeah, they sure do. All I'm, of them. Do. Just wait for Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday's the time because um, I got some merch coming up to sell soon, so it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, what got me scratching my head is this one. Uh, Hideo Kojima announced a Death Stranding director's cut. Like, what the hell are you oh, gonna put in that? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, oh my guy, stop. Like, were there levels? There were levels where you, you couldn't walk? Like, there wasn't enough walking in the game? I love Amazon Prime Simulator. <laughs> I'm just like, really, bro? That, that just felt like a troll to me, man. Like, yeah, director's cut is coming. Uh, I... Yeah. I didn't see that one. Nah, um, it was just like him talking to the camera, being like, "Yo, it's coming." <laughs> That's it. Good Lord. A lot of the a lot of the conferences were just like, "Yeah, um, this is coming," but we don't have no footage for it. Just like the Resident Evil Village DLC, they're like, "We're gonna do it at some point." I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. That's uh, wild. Yeah. But Ubisoft also announced the sequel to the Mario Rabbids game. I guess that did yeah, well. Yeah, that was cool. And everybody was simping for a, what, Rabbit Rosalina? Yeah, versus Rabbit Peach. They're like, I don't think I like that. Yeah, I, I never played it. It's doesn't look like it's for my demographic. <laughs> But. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a strategy game. Um, I was watching Yoshi's play it, so it's not bad. Yoshi's Dreamcast. Shout out to Yoshi's, we love you. A Dreamcast expert. Yes. Um. Oh, the are we still on Ubisoft still? I guess I don't know. This, this list is well, not ordered. <laughs> yeah, this list is not in order. Yeah. First of all. Forza, don't care. I'm driving around and looking around. I, I, I was so bored. I was so bored. I was like falling asleep. Thank God. I was watching it with a couple friends every night. And I'm like, guys, I'd rather watch paint dry. I'm going to go play a video game and come back. Let me know. You know how I get. Uh, yeah, the only one I bothered to watch was Nintendo because I wanted... I watched it to see if people would get pissed off, ironically, but then I ended up being impressed. But I, was, I watched, I watched pretty much all of them. Damn, you wasted your time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. No, but I was doing work on the side. I had to do some uh, art stuff, so I didn't really, I didn't waste that much. But listen, um, um actually, this the, the the other good presentation for E3 was the indie game segment. Yeah. They had wonderful, colorful games. They weren't just a first-person shooter, because I gotta tell you, E3 had like 25 first-person shooters. We have another bootleg Overwatch coming out. We have another Call of Duty. We have another... Um, there's another version of Splatoon, but with cooking. <laughs> What? Yeah, let me let me find Excuse it. Excuse me. <laughs> it's 
Yeah, it is literally coming out. It's an indie game, but the game was where you're surfing around and you have pots, and you use the the pots to cook things and cover your area. It was so weird. That is extremely weird. Uh, the one first-person shooter that looked pretty cool, I will say, was Battlefield 2042, because. Mm-hmm. It looked really like so big, like you go up in buildings and be on rooftops, and then there's a motherfucking hurricane out of nowhere. It's like, oh, gotta deal with this shit. <laughs> I can't wait for people to like mod the hurricane and just have it appear in random places. <laughs> like ridiculous. So that looked like fun. I wish I and then uh, you can't forget Halo. Oh yeah, they're like we're bringing you back. To the past with a remastered version of Halo and a brand new version of Halo. Like, that's how they were presenting it. <laughs> with each presentation, they had to have a guy speak, and then they had a girl speak, and then they had a guy speak, and then they had a girl speak. So they added a lot of diversity. It was interesting. Even a mom was there. Oh, was she just looking for her car? Uh, uh, I want to make sure that your family can enjoy enrichment with these type of games. (laughs) I want to make sure I have a game for my son while I pop pills and drink wine. Right? (laughs) The Merlot, put the Merlot on high, guys, because Call of Duty 2079 is coming to the Xbox 361 Xbox One Year Game One Pass to 90X. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the Halo Infinite footage, and it looks like it, the, the graphics haven't really evolved past 360. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I'm not gonna lie, it brought me nostalgia because I used to play Halo 2 a lot. That was like my Halo game, and I made some friends through there, and I had a lot of great times playing it. So I hope people have a good time. They didn't show the story at all. That story is incomplete. They're like, here's multiplayer. Wow. Like, Yo, there's even, there's even the 10 worst moments. <laughs> what's number ahead, one? What's number one? Oh, what's the number one worst moment? Yeah. Let me check. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we, instead of getting a new Resident Evil, we have Resident Evil... I guess another remaster. I don't the, even know why it's needed. The one is a reverse. So, no, reverse crashed so much that they moved the characters from Resident Evil. We got you could play as Leon and Jill in Dead by Daylight because they 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 can't get reverse to work. Oh my god! They need to just stop. Stop making multiplayer. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. That multiplayer in Resident Evil 3, everybody just forgot about it. That was terrible. Um, They announced a Splinter Cell anime that's coming. Instead of a game, like, people want a new Splinter Cell game. They're, like, dying for it. They're like, no, you get an anime. Splinter Cell is my shit. Yeah, I love Splinter Cell. Like, the co-op in that was so much fun. I don't know. They they could just remaster the old games and they'll make money. I don't know what they're That's doing. That's true. That's true. But what do I know? 
All right, let's talk about Squeenix. Uh, <laughs> I was going crazy for them because you know I like RPGs too. Yeah, they had a was it a Final Fantasy Origin game. Yeah, with like the most bland antagonist or protagonist in the world. Yeah, but people are like, we need that protagonist, especially right now. He literally looks like Paul Walker. He did. Stop. That's where I saw a lot of the memes come from. They were like, I'm here to kill chaos, and it's a picture of Eminem. Yo, you're right. I was like, what's this bootleg Eminem doing here? It's Jake from Resident Evil 6. Got his own game, finally. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, you know me, man. Me and Final Fantasy are like peanut butter and Drano. We just <laughs> don't go along. Yeah, versus me, I will only pick specific ones. Like, I love 7. I love 13. Don't care what anybody says. Um, I'm going to play 6 and 9. 69, baby! Yeah. And then, of course, they're remastering like a bunch of Final Fantasies. It's like... You can pretty much get him on anything, including your Nokia N-Gage at this point. Uh, so uh, a lot of the Square Enix presentation was uh, showing off the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh yeah, and that's another... It, it literally is the same mechanics as Final Fantasy VII. Is it? Yeah. It just changed the icons up, the way it plays. I wouldn't know. My biggest beef with the game is that you can only play as Star-Lord. Yeah, but you can... That's the thing. In 7, you can only play as Cloud, but you control everyone. And there are moments where you can switch up the characters. I agree with you in the fact that, like, why am I only playing with Star-Lord? Because, you know, I'll be playing with Rocket. Yeah, people want to play as Rocket and Groot. They want to play as Star-Lord. I want to play as Drax. But, you know... Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no, there doesn't seem to be multiplayer, so I'm not expecting like the stupid Avengers, like grab the loot type shit, you know, get the loot, yeah. get the loot. So it has potential, but you know, after Avengers, I'm definitely cautious. <laughs> well, it, I'm, I'm gonna, t I'm gonna tell you again, this game is basically uh, Final Fantasy, but with Marvel characters. Right. But you said it was a Final Fantasy was a good game, so it's well, a good it is thing. A good game. I I just don't know how you feel about the mechanics. I feel very conflicted. I'm going to need a week to process <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know. If it gets good reviews, I'll check it out. Yeah. Or well, if it's discount. Funny. Well, uh, there is going to be a... Finally, after like, what, 20 years? A new Metroid game, and it looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely a Nintendo. Before before we talk about Nintendo stuff, there's like two more things I want to touch on. Yeah. Because I want I want to yeah. save Nintendo for the end. Um, they they announced like a Pirates of the Caribbean expansion, the Sea of Thieves. Didn't with, care. I'm thinking wasn't wasn't Johnny Depp canceled? He was, but it wasn't because it was. How should I put it? He was on, and then he was canceled, and then he was on, and then he was canceled, and now he's on again because it, his girlfriend was lying, and it was 
that so and so from you, Aquaman. You see, I need to Aquaman. know these things before I make a purchase of the Sea of Thieves expansion. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. No, I don't want to support somebody who's really abusive and is, you know what I mean. Uh, and then Xbox, they they pulled, they got meta. They're like, yo, we're making a mini fridge. Oh, yeah. Did you see the trailer for the mini fridge? They have a trailer for it. I didn't see that one. It's and I watched a lot so of this dumb. shit. It's so cheeky. It's like, yeah, we get it. It looks like a fridge, so we made one. They're in on the joke. Xbox, you just you need to try harder, man. They have Bethesda, Bethesda now, but I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, they've had Bethesda for a little while. Oh, there's this first-person shooter noir game that looks exactly like Doom, and Archer had a baby. <laughs> that's coming out, and it's called New Blood, and it's like. Is it plays like a 1930s, 19, no, 1920s gangster mobster film. Yeah, I think I've heard about that one. Did you hear about the the first-person shooter vampire game? Yeah, isn't it? Um, I forgot what it was called, but it was a long trailer. Dang. And it had a bunch of racially diverse cast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that one. I, I liked that one. I thought it was fun, but I don't think I'll be playing that game. <laughs> it's too scary. Not that it's scary. It's just I know me. If it, there's no bright colors, it doesn't look like the world that I live <laughs> you in You right sound now. just like John. I was I was with him yesterday, and he's like, I can't play uh, well, Demon Souls because it just, it's just black and bland. <laughs> there's no color. It's like, I need color in my games now. You sound just like him. Why we're friends. <laughs> I'm speaking of color. Yeah, let's talk about Nintendo. Um, they had a really good presentation. They kicked things off with my boy. They put my boy in Smash Brothers. Kazuya Mishima. Yeah, when the kids... I showed the Nintendo Direct to the first week of kids. And they were like, who even is that guy? Why do we even care about him? He's not even cool. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, there was a lot of takes like that on Twitter. It was like, well, it was either who is this guy, or why are there so many fighting game characters in a fighting game? I love it! Just like, I don't want to be on this planet <laughs> with these people. I, this is the you first uh, character that was announced on the Fighter's Pass that I was legitimately, like, excited about because Tekken is my shit that's my fighting yeah. game I love Tekken and Kazuya he is an OG like he's a legendary fighting game character and people need to put respect on his name right and then I was just like he's a, he's an original character he's legendary and he goes I know I looked it up and it's just really stupid and I'm like oh my god and I was like you're not coming back to my class anymore bye yeah, yo, they got like all his moves in there. He can turn into devil form. He got his outfits. He got like the business suit and the white G. He's throwing all the Smash Brothers characters off the fucking volcano 
<laughs> it was hilarious. It was such an awesome reveal, man. I was so hyped because I, you know, everybody was expecting either some some dude with a sword or like Crash. Mm-hmm. And they just came out of left field and like, nah, bitches, we got Kazuya in the house. And I was happy. Kazuya. I don't feel like Crash would fit in the Smash Brothers universe. I mean, let alone a lot of the things that we already got. At this point, nobody fits in the universe. Like you have Bayonetta fighting, like King DDD. Like, <laughs> this makes sense. Um, oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna say shout out to Dodgeball Academy. That looks sick. It's a dodgeball RPG that looks like Cartoon Network style. I'm totally going for that. And it's going to be on the Switch, so that's exciting. Switch. Oh, a lot of people were expecting oh a Switch God. Pro. Oh. They were disappointed. We haven't seen hide no hair of that. <laughs> You'll probably get that next year, because um, by next year, it'll be like five years into the Switch, and they'll definitely have to like come up with something s- special to keep it going. Right. So. Knowing me, I'm going to ride my Switch until it explodes into the atmosphere. Yeah, so a lot of these games Nintendo showed off. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I've only bought, like, five games for my Switch. And I've had it oh. for a long time. <laughs> because there just hasn't been anything that, like, tickled my interest. And then, um, yeah, okay. I think, um, like, two of those games are, like, old games that I have on different consoles. But anyway... But this 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 presentation was like made for me, man. They were like, "Yo, we got Kazuya and Smash," and then they brought back WarioWare, which has been taking a nap. For oh like yeah, the- <laughs> WarioWare looks so good. I'm probably gonna buy that one. Yeah, WarioWare was the shit, man. Like the first one on Game Boy, and you got the ones for the DS and the the, the Wii. Like, those games are so much fun. Whether you're by yourself or with friends, like, yeah, it's a great way to kill time. I had it for the GameCube and the Wii once upon a time ago, and I didn't realize how valuable those games were. Yes, there is one for the GameCube. I think I have that one. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. But, yeah, WarioWare is a great franchise to have on the Switch, man. It's just... I remember playing the mini games over and over again, trying to beat my high scores and stuff. And the characters are cool. I love the disco guy. He's my dude. <laughs> it's about time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's coming out pretty soon, September. And then um, these guys, they finally went, you know, they finally grew a brain and were like, hey, people really like the N64 Mario parties. Maybe we should just, like, remaster them in HD. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh my god, they listened. So they, they came out with Mario Party Superstars. And it's like five classic Nintendo 64 boards with like a hundred minigames. I think that that range from like the entire series. Yeah, which, and I felt bad for my neighbor because he was like, the, why buy all of this? People were bitching. Why oh no. People were bitching that this should have been DLC for Super Mario Party, and I disagree, because Super Mario Party was trash. By the way, go ahead. The the boards were so small, the stars only cost $10, 
and you couldn't even play online until like two weeks ago. You couldn't play online with your friends. Mm-mm. Yeah, you couldn't, which is like, come on, Nintendo, stop doing this. Yeah, they finally woke up and they were like, hey, you guys want to play online, right? It's what year is it? It's 2021? All right, I guess we can do that. Oh, Lord, I just feel so sad. <laughs> oh, I just sent you the. It's literally Splatoon, American version, called Raw Men. It's like ramen, but raw men, and it's just, it's exactly Splatoon. Ramen. No I'ma check it out. Yeah. It, it's, a, it, it's a fun little ditty, you know? I hope there's no agenda in but, this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's why I'm not gonna play Far Cry. Oh yeah. Let's talk about um I guess they're doing another Assassin's Creed. Oh, no, let's not. Let's say we did. <laughs> I was kind of just tired. Um, no, let's talk about Metroid. Uh, you, could, you could lead it yeah. off. Yeah! I'm, I'm excited for the Metroid. Yeah, man. Um, I played Metroid. I had Metroid Fusion. Metroid Zero Mission was was a remake of the first one on the Game Boy Advance, and they were both awesome games. And watching the trailer for this one, I was like, "Holy shit, yeah, that's right. I do. I like these Metroid games. I should play them again." I was excited for it because the one for the GameCube, I tried playing, and I, I guess it hurt my eyes. I didn't understand it. I would like, I would like to try again. But, like, the old ones I can play, no problem. Like, but the ones for the GameCube, I really had a hard time processing it, like, visually. Yeah, I, I tried playing Metroid Prime a few times. The first time, I didn't really get into it, because I was a little bitch, and there was a lot of bugs in the game, and I don't like bugs. And I was like, oh, I can't play this. And then I tried again. I don't know when. And, again, I fell off. Like, every time I get, like, the various suit, I stop playing. Oh. So I want to see if I can get the one like the Metroid Prime trilogy for Wii and mm-hmm. play it like that because I think with the Wii mode it would be a lot more fun. That's be funny. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, you may not enjoy your Switch that much, but I've been enjoying a lot of um, the games. The games to me are just fun. Oh well, yeah, like the, the these. Three games I just mentioned, like these are games that I might actually pick up because you know they're speaking my language. It's like, yeah, they look really fun, especially Mario Party. Like I'm, I'm really hoping for that. Like I was watching gameplay of it, they were playing around, and everything was looking like on point. Stars are twenty dollars again. They yeah, got all the, yeah. You know, they don't have people don't have their own dice roll. Like there's just like a regular dice block and items. Yeah, are I couldn't point. stand that dice. An extra dice that you had in the newer game. Yeah, it, it really throws everything off, but everything looked good except when they got to the end, the bonus stars. They were awarding bonus stars for not like the most coins or the most wins in the minigame. It was like for random shit. Like, oh, you step yeah. on this space like six times, or you went by this bank like a number of times. It was weird. So I'm hoping that's not in the final game. Mm-hmm. 
everything else was good. But yeah, go, going back to Metroid for a sec, um, people were shocked. They, they did not expect a, a Metroid 5. And I love how um, they introduced that they had to like address the elephant in the room. Like, yo, Metro Prime 4, still being made. But look over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my lord. It, but it's like, I feel so bad. Like, fuck. It's, pardon my language, but Metroid, I feel like that franchise has been screwed over the most. Yeah, it has. Uh, yeah. Besides F Zero, which is still dead, uh, I, I remember their excuse for not making F Zero for like the Wii or something. There's like we have no ideas for it. Mm-hmm. Are you serious, bro? Bro, I think they used this like the Zero G mechanic for like Mario Kart. They stole it from F Zero. They're like this is Mario Kart's thing now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, um, yeah. Metroid's had its rough patches. It had that other M game that no one liked, like Team Ninja, where Samus had to ask permission from a guy to use her grapple hook and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. I never played it, but I've seen a lot of videos on it. But uh, they came, uh, re- a few years ago, they came out with like Metroid Samus Returns, which is like a remake of Metroid 2 on the 3DS. And I was looking for it on the Switch eShop. I was like, I want to play like an old school Metroid. So they didn't have that. But they didn't even yeah. have... They didn't have even Super Metroid or Metroid Fusion or any of them. There's like no Metroid games on there. And I'm like, what the hell? For someone... Oh, you know... You put yourself in someone's shoes, they're seeing this Metroid game for the first time, and they're like, oh, that's interesting, let me, I want to play the old ones. They can't. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Unless you, like, not trying to say... I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's why emulation is helpful, so games like this won't disappear, because people just be up, up in this house... Destroying games, A, and B, just getting rid of them. They're history at this point, you know? Yeah, it sucks. And I thought about that. I thought about maybe I should just do the damn thing and download it. But I don't want to play it on a keyboard. I want a controller. Yeah. Well, that's that's why people are making, like, Raspberry Pis. And so they can relive their childhood and all that stuff. Yeah. I... I but, but Nintendo loves re-releasing those Game & Watches. Holy shit. They have a hard-on for those Game oh. & Watches. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, I don't want that. They always collect us. I don't need it. Go away. <laughs> yeah, and they release those things just so people will collect it. They know people will buy it just to have it in their collection. They're not dumb. Just like Amiibos. Like, they yep. have Amiibos for Metroid coming out. It's like, you probably gain one missile by using them. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Right. I was just gonna say, I was like, dang, they still making Amiibos? <laughs> yeah. Don't, they won't stop, I guarantee you. No matter what system they have, they'll find a way to incorporate those plastic figures. It's wild, man. The future is Amiibo. You're gonna be like, the next time you vote for a president, you're gonna have to use an amiibo. <laughs> the candidates. 
when they mm. I don't even know what Amiibos are coming out, you know. Not much. But uh yeah, those to me those were the highlights of the Nintendo show. Of course they showed like 30 seconds of the new Zelda game. They're like, "Oh, you only get a little bit." And then they they teased you twice. They were like, "Oh, this might be was it Breath of the Wild? No, it's a Breath of the Wild expansion for Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Oh, we got another preview. It's nothing but Skyward Sword. Just kidding. And then you're going to try again, and then you see a tiny sliver of the new game, and that's it. Yeah, literally just like 30 seconds of like Link riding on a kite, and then that's it. 2022. Oh. And you know when they say we're aiming for 2022, that means it's going to come out 2023. Mm, close to 2024. <laughs> but yeah, overall, man, they came out with some, some good games. Mm-hmm. I know there's like yeah, a bunch of I, RPGs I mean, I'm not talking about, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had Shin Megami Tension, Persona. Those games kind of overwhelmed me. Overwhelmed me. But, you know, okay, hurrah. Yeah, so that was basically E3 in a nutshell. Like, I know we, we didn't talk about everything, but those were the I'm things that, like, stuck it. with me. Yeah. There was nothing... I mean, for me, the things I learned were River City Girls is getting a sequel. That's all I care about. Another side's pulling beat em up. And, like... Oh, and, uh... Horizon Zero Dawn, that gameplay looked amazing, but I think it's only going to be on PS5, so it's like, thanks PS5, there's only like three on the planet, so, good <laughs> yeah, luck. the new Ratchet and Clank game looks great, but a lot of people are not going to get to play, play it. it. <laughs> You're going to have to wait like two years to play it. You know what the asshole said? They were like, don't worry, you can play PS5 games on your PS4. All you have to do is have a friend who has a PS5. I'm like, oh, we're burning my language again. Sorry. Guys, this is not cool. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't know anyone that has a PS5. Like, I've been watching the G4 streams. Like, they're doing a beach house thing. Like, they're about to launch. And these these people only have one PS5. And they're sharing it amongst, like, all of those people. And it's funny. They just... I don't think they did it right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, they released it in a pandemic where, you know, there's supply shortages. and and But even if there wasn't one, I'm pretty sure it'd still be hard to come by. Because that's just how it is for new consoles in the first year. It's, it's nature at this point. Yeah, but like when the PS2 came out, there were so many and the prices were like three times as high. You know what I mean? I remember when the Dreamcast came out, and those things were hard to come by. Oh, because you were looking for them, and I, I, I was interested in them, but my friend had it, so I would go over his house and play Sonic. Yeah, speaking of Sonic, uh, he had his 30th, 30th anniversary uh, last week. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of announcing a really cool Sonic game, they announced, we're going to remaster sonic colors which yeah. is <laughs> which is cool i mean sonic colors is a good sonic game but 
it's like that's it. Like that's all you got. Yeah. But they had a Sonic Symphony live yeah. streaming on YouTube. They did. I it was saw. Good. I saw a little bit of that. I saw the Crush Forty per portion, which is at the end, and I was yeah, jamming out to it. <laughs> what? I was jamming out to the tracks, man. Save the best for last. Live and learn. I, I love that guy who sings the Sonic songs because he's so passionate. Yeah. He loves his job. He's ready. But yeah, I mean, hopefully they got something else up their sleeve. Maybe it's not ready. This is what I would have done. I would have remastered Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Put a complete package That's on that. I'm, I'm confused as to why they're not doing it right now. Like, their fandom is raving about it. This should be in a combo pack. One and two. Put it on the Switch. Yeah. Done. Yeah, exactly. I would have did that. And, or, this would have been the baller move. Take Sonic 06. Fix the glitches. Take out the load times. And put that out. Mm -hmm. That'd be the super duper baller thing to do. Like, make a functional version of that game. Yeah. Because they're... I just think that they are trying to stall for something. I don't know what they're stalling about, but <sighs> Sega, come on. Yeah, and it's so beloved, it's not even funny. And I also would have thought we had would have had like a Sonic Mania two at least. Mm -hmm. That, that would have been a, a no brainer. But yeah, you know who knows? Maybe a Sonic movies coming out next year. Maybe we'll have something by then. Yeah, and why didn't they have a game to go with the movie? That's on them. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm looking at this Raw Men trailer, and you know what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of this movie we saw called Luca. Oh, yeah! Boop, boop, boop. What was Luca about, my friend? Luca was about a fish person trying to figure out his sexuality while ex much. while exploring the land of the like land of man or whatever for the first time but yeah that's basically it like it's a fish guy he goes to the surface for the first time he's like whoa it's pretty dope up here and then he has to like win a race because this girl he became friends with wants to win the race and then there's like an evil like 30 year old guy who wants to race these kids for some reason <laughs> yeah and he's like I'm beloved by all and there's they were, they were in Italy like an island yeah, like the shore of Italy you reminded me of like Waluigi without his mustache yeah no Waluigi if he was going through puberty yeah it was Waluigi like teen years being a menace yeah but really more like an adult like an adult wall like teen okay late teens yeah yeah but um I thought the movie was cute apparently they had some um major LGBT vibes with the two boys Def definitely like the main boy wanted to explore more and he found a friend that's the premise and his friend ended up liking him a lot like they got along they wanted to get a Vespa together and just drive off all over the world and whew, um very LGB T Q vibes. Yeah, I have uh 
I have a theory. My theory was um, maybe the director or the screenwriter wanted them to be like a thing, but Disney came down and put their foot down. They're like, no, no, no gay people in our movie. We need to sell this I to China. Yeah, that too. China. Yeah, because it happens. Like, I remember there's this one scene in Onward where, like, the dragon, griffin, lion thing, she mentions having a wife. And oh, it's it was a cyclops. Yeah, or whatever it was. She mentions having a wife, but, like, that's it. That's, like, the only indication you know that she's she's gay. But I'm, mm-hmm. that's, some, that's a line you can easily take out for China. <laughs> And it's little yeah. stuff like that. Like, they won't have it, like, full up in your face, but any, like, subtle reference to, like, an LGBT character, they can just cut out easily. Yeah. And then people... Like, Disney's like, we support! But they're not... It's like, America's... Uh, people aren't ready for the full-on gay experience. Because they would have to make a sacrifice. It would be... Um, you support China more. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a real thing, but that's my theory, because, like, he was giving him some serious, like, side-eye every time he wanted to hang out with the girl. And he got jealous of the girl. Yeah, like, hardcore. I mean, it kind of makes sense, because, like, his father, you know, went away, so he doesn't want his friend to go away. Yeah. But, you know, I, I could see the undertones here. But overall, well, we know it's not a new Let's go. <laughs> but overall, the movie was cute. It's not. I don't think it's like the Pixar's best, but it's definitely not their worst. It's, it's in like the, that comfortable middle section, you know, where you have like a, I guess a Finding Dory, or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like middle section Pixar movies. Most of the University wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I would say it's better. I mean, by about, you know, a little bit. Yeah, like, not every Pixar movie has to be, like, a soul-crushing experience where it makes you cry and have have you go under an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Existential crisis. Well, we really missed out on watching the movie with the killer pants. Mm-hmm so sad oh yeah the killer pants movie yeah it's just i don't i'm not putting my card into any more subscription-based things no you shouldn't have to i know i just i just i'm not putting in my card for that bye felicia (laughs) well you know you don't have to man because i got you oh snap got you so we're playing this game called It Takes Two. We're still playing it. Oh, yeah! <laughs> and That's right, we're still playing it. Yeah, it's, it's from the makers of A Way Out, which is this prison breakout game. It's also co-op. And you always see your partner's screen, no matter what. Even if you're on different TVs. But it, it makes it for a good mechanic, because it, it helps you, you know, solve the puzzles easier. If you can see what your partner's doing at all times. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one has a different premise. It's it's his parents that are th- this, that are going through a divorce. And their kid 
wants them to stay together, so she, like, I don't know, makes, like, a magical incantation and turns them into, like, action figures, and they have to go around the house and, like, you know, solve all these puzzles and get, try to reverse it before, I guess, they go into a coma? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't establish that there was a time limit. Or I guess before the kid decides to run away. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's a, right. it's a real good, it's a really good game. It's, it's a very interesting premise, very unique. What do you think of it? I thought that the split screen was very old school, very couch co-op reminiscent, but it functions very well. You do need your other, um, you do need your, uh, friend to finish. You can't not have your friend. Yeah, you need your friend for everything. Mm -hmm. Especially, um, the game keeps throwing new mechanics at you. Like, you know, one section, I could have a hammer, and you could have the nails, so you have to throw the nails, and I like to hammer them in so you can, like, cross a platform, or, uh... You know, we recently did the magnets. We each have a magnet, so we have to, like, push and pull things towards each other. Mm-hmm. Or what, what powers yeah. do we have in and space? I could turn really big and, and really and small. <laughs> and I had the... Shoot, I don't even remember. I just remember the teleporting one was really hard for me. Yeah, that, that was the one time we got stuck in the entire game. When we were getting crushed by that wall, we had no idea what to do. Yeah, I, I, that was, like, the only time we looked up anything. Yeah. Well, that's what's good. Like, the puzzles aren't that challenging. Like, you can figure them out in, like, five minutes. You know, there's a few times where I'm, like, looking around, like, what do we gotta do? And then eventually, the solution becomes clear. And it's usually a fun one. And there's so many different environments. Like, you're going through a house, but it's very, uh over the top. Like, you'll be going through, like, a snow globe or a clock. Or freaking yeah. a, a castle, and they make you do some jacked up things in this game, man. Let me tell you, they sure did. They were like, just mini spoiler. They think the solution is to get their daughter's tears to turn them back from dolls, and they go and kill one of her plush toys, and it's a very horrific scene. Yeah, because um, the toy is like begging for her life, and we're like rip, literally ripping her apart little by little and it's it sucks <laughs> yeah and then she's crying they're like i don't get it we made her cry <laughs> it's one of the most uncomfortable things i've ever played in a video game yeah but that's what i yeah. like about it too also like this is rated t for teen like it looks like a, a dreamworks pixar movie but you know they, they these parents be cussing and there's some like you know dark humor in there and of course, you know, they're talking about their marriage, so it's like, if you haven't ever been in a relationship before, you're gonna be lost. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. like, why does daddy go to the strip club every night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> and then they, it's very, it's very reminiscent of, like, the, the characters are just getting a divorce, and the arguments are pretty surreal, or pretty real, not surreal, they're pretty real, like... You know, you don't appreciate me, or you work too much, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I got the perfect analogy for this game. It's like a, a marriage story was made by Pixar. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, I've been loving it, having a blast. There's so many cool environments, and um, 
some of the boss battles are cool. Some of them are annoying. Mm-hmm. Hit and miss. They have some really good grind physics, which you know Sonic should take note of. Yeah. And um, really, the grind physics are perfect. And there's, there's also a lot of fun mini games that you can play. You know, if you keep like search the environment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like this. Yeah. This is and it's only thirty bucks. It's, it's a really cheap game and. I'm, it's gonna have a lot of replayability because I'm already thinking about like who should I play the game with next, like who will yeah. actually make, appreciate it and have a blast. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, we're reaching the top of the hour. Any last? Uh... Right, we reached the top of the hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. The top um, of the hour or the bottom of the hour? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Time. Time is a construct. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but uh, I look forward to beating oh. the game with you. We've been playing for at, at least 10 hours, like 10, 11 hours so far. So Yeah, we're definitely in the 11th hour. Yeah, and then I can't wait to see how it ends. I hope we kick the shit out of that book. Mm. I hope that's how the game ends. We just curb stomp the shit out of that book. Because the book character is so annoying. He is. Even the game characters don't like him, but when you guys play, if you decide to play, you'll see. Yeah. Anyway, I I have to go. I found out I somebody needs me for a work thing. Didn't mean to put that in there, but let's let's, let's say our goodbyes. All right, let's bow out gracefully then. Um, right. It's been a pleasure doing this podcast with you. Um, Oh, you know, we don't do it as often, but every time we do, I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. I'm like, yeah, podcast time. So, podcast time is here. Yeah. That's what you do, singing. Yeah, and I'll be seeing you soon. So, yeah, dude, we'll do podcast again. All right, everyone. Um, summer's here. Go out and enjoy it, but responsibly. Okay. Responsibly, folks. That's right, wear your flippy floppies and your floaties. Don't be a fool, wrap your tool and have some barbecue with the family. And if it's if you've been vaccinated, feel free to go back to the movies. Yeah, the movies. <laughs> and uh happy pride everyone. Happy pride. Alright. Talk to y'all later. Ciao.